What's up, guys? It's John and Ryan from No Holding Back. After a two-week hiatus from vacations and all the bullshit that's been going on in sports, we are here holding nothing back, and we're going to recap the last week in sports, starting off with the drama out in L.A. Everybody knows it's Tinseltown, but really the last couple of year and a, years and a half, it's been all about drama. Then we're going to get into the NBA playoffs because the NBA playoffs is going to start on Saturday, so we're going to get into those matchups and talk about who's going to be the winners or losers coming out of the East and the West. Then we're going to see how good Zion really was in college and where his best fits coming out of college and into the NBA will be. MLB just started up. Everybody's excited, especially Ryan with Bryce Harper dropping bombs in Philly, giving them the best record in the MLB. And then it's my type of year my favorite season. Spring is finally here. The Masters is upon us. And we will get into our favorites, our winners, our losers, and our favorite tra- traditions and worst traditions from the Masters. So, so Ryan. Let's get waspy. Let's oh, get I mean, waspy. <laughs> I mean, let's start off with our magic. I mean, what is this guy doing? Coming out in the press conference, not letting anyone else know Listen, I know the feeling. I, I understand magic, not wanting to talk to anyone and just laying the bomb. It's understandable. He was in he was in the worst situation, right? I don't think the guy understood the job. He kinda took it on the whim, didn't understand what he was getting into. And it's a job being magic in himself. Like, it's okay. Yeah, I mean I mean we were talking about this offline and, and I spoke to a couple of people and it's been one of the big things with Magic was the relationship between Jeannie and her blood brother. I know they all talk about, you know, Magic yeah. and Jeannie being brothers, but he he stepped in and was able to be the face of the franchise while Jeannie pushed her brother out. So that was like one of the big things. And I think the the second thing that everybody really needs to understand is that Magic grew up with Jerry. Jerry was like Jerry Buss, the the owner of right. the Lakers at the time before he passed, was, you know... His, th- his idol, his mentor, yeah, his everything. He was basically like his second father. So Taught him a lot about business, taught him a lot about the extras. And like, taught what? him how to party. Wow. We, and <laughs> we, we, we all were know there. how that went. But at, at the end of the day, you know, th- that relationship was so tight that... Genie and Magic ended up being very close. Look, it, it makes and... it makes sense to me, right? I I think we've all kind of been there where we've had that very good friend that we couldn't be honest with, and it was easier getting the monkey off bat, the monkey off your back elsewhere. No, I agree. I I just think one of the things that just struck me very very clearly was the fact that Magic was Magic said. You know, I couldn't be myself. I was handcuffed. I couldn't be magic. How about this prediction, right? He said, if I didn't sign two amazing free agents by right. this time, 2019, he was going to retire. He lived to his word. Yeah, but you know what? The thing with magic is is that he, he originally – he only coached 16 games when he was with the Lakers. Yeah. Then, um, you know, and then he was he was done with that. We're, we're both on the same page. No, I understand that. But I think one of the important things to understand about this whole situation was Magic loved being Magic. Magic loved going out. 100%. Magic loved his, 
his persona. appeal, his persona, and he couldn't do that as the Lakers right. ba- president of basketball right. operations. Even, even take Ben Simmons, right? This is kind of new, but Ben Simmons wanted to, him to be his mentor. He couldn't be his mentor. Be- and, then he, and then he got right. shaded, right? And that was one of his big takes. Like He got shaded hard trying to recruit in L.A., which wasn't really the case because Ben and his people reached out. And he got uh he got the ugly face of that. And and I think it wasn't really his doing, more so like it was being innocent in the position. It was magic being magic and living magic's persona. But he as, couldn't you're right, but he couldn't do that as right, an right, right, right. Right, right. Cause he's the next magic. He really is. Well, Look! I look! Look I at him. Really go? I wouldn't really go that. Far. Well, it's it's hard to say, right? Magic's all time great. You can't compare Ben right now, but who else would be a men- better mentor to Ben Simmons than Magic? Well, no, I agree. I I just think that when we take a step back and we look, at, everybody realizes that. Look, there there's multiple a- other inquiries, right? We could go down the line. We could say Serena Williams also multiple forever, but. You're right. It, it, it's really magic not being magic. Well, but it's also, he's never been one to fail or admit failure. So I think he saw the writing on the wall. And I think the comments from Kevin Durant and some other stars that they don't want to be involved with LeBron because LeBron promotes a very was toxic that environment. Space Jam. Well, well, first of all, the fact that he's having a very <laughs> difficult time luring NBA stars to film face, Space Jam 2. When he builds his own court. Which is, first of all, they shouldn't even be doing this. And I think this is just LeBron being the egotistical like man that he is. Is it him or is it his people? No, I think it's him because he controls his people. Because his people are his friends that he grew up with that he put them through college. My ask is... Did AD agree to be in the movie or not? Apparently Cause, not. Because we, we had like all Well, he's a cartoon things. character anyway, so you won't even need to be able to <laughs> oh, animate wow. him with that fucking Zinger. brow. No, but I'm just saying, like, it, it, it speaks a lot of volumes to the fact that I'm... It, the only star that I could see coming to L.A. would be Kyrie. Just you know what would be the best movie? Laying on me. Right, so if you... The team space... from Space Jam 1 versus no. the team from Space Jam 2. Hear it out. Space Jam 2, right? Okay. And this takes place in the draft since the Lakers have a place in the lottery. Right, okay. So Zion coming to the Lakers. <laughs> I know you're going to hate yeah, all but, of this. Yeah, but... but so, so. And then the, they take on the aliens, right? So Zion gets drafted and LeBron gets this magic gift. And then not only does it coincide with the draft, but it coincides with the movie. Well, Zion kind of looks like a monster. Well, exactly. What so better, he what, wouldn't play on LeBron's team. He would have to, because LeBron looks like a monster also. No, he doesn't. The monsters had great hairlines. LeBron does not have a great <laughs> hairline. Like, LeBron's hairline has been so animated. Well, I, th- I think Zion's will fall, pretty sure. And, uh, not with, no. No, no. Zion is, Zion is probably everything that LeBron wished he, no, was, but when he was coming out. Look, it would be a great storyline. I'm throwing it out there. I know you hate it as a Knicks fan. No, it's not just as a Knicks fan. It's just... I would hate it on every front if the Lakers got the number one pick. Don't get me wrong. But 
Especially given their odds. Right. They don't deserve it. But Neither does Cleveland. it would be funny. Neither does Cleveland. It would be oh Cleveland should never get a number one pick for at least thirty years. Given they went what what did they go? Like four for six? Sounds stupid. Something like that. And in half of them hit. Right. Well they didn't even it, probably only, it, only actually probably only one out of if four. If you're Anthony Bennett pick, you should never get a number one pick ever again. That was a terrible draft, though. Anthony get, Bennett. Well, but still, it was a terrible draft. Anthony that's Bennett. A, that's that's, a, that's Anthony a, that's Bennett. A, okay, I'll give it to you. But it was a it's like drafting Jamarcus Russell, potential pick. You never get a number one ever. I mean, let's let's really think about this. So, the everybody's been saying the closest comparison to to LeBron has been has been Zion. <laughs> Right, like everybody's, I I like to think of it's different. I like to compare him more towards, you know, the body of Charles Barkley with the game, you know, similar to. How do you feel about to talk about his short arms? Whose Zion's? Zion's? What does that matter though? Defense. When you can jump and move as quick as as quick as he does, I, I don't think it really matters I see, that much. I saw that man close out on a three point shot. That's what I'm from saying. The opposition, so opposite of the the key. Yep. So that was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. Well, he did it in the tournament too. He so he ran from the third hash mark <laughs> to block a three point shot. Take your short arms and you know what to do with those. Yeah. No, I mean I think the one thing that that needs to be. Um, recognize is that Zion will the com- and the conversation will be had for many years, especially with you know what the NBA Players Association is going to do with one and done. But Zion will probably go down. He'll definitely go down as a top five freshman that's ever played college basketball. He never won it. Well, um, Kevin Durant didn't win it, and Kevin Durant is probably the best player in the NBA right now. Look. It- can can we just say? But it's more it's more it's more about the 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 stage that he was on that's able to attract Propel a big him. market, right? Like he, he look he look like I've always said to you, Zion in New York and Zion alone will be the biggest draw that NBA could ever have. Uh, no, I agree. I agree. The one thing that I that I worry about the Knicks is that they they it, let's say the Knicks do get the first overall pick, which I don't think as as a Knicks fan, I don't think that that'll happen. Just because they're the Knicks, they won't and will never be but that lucky. It, it would be the greatest but, thing. I I would have a contingency. I would go David Stern on them. Throw it out there, silver envelope. You get the cold envelope. Right. You can't sign a free agent. What you? What, what would you do if if would you take that if you were Dalton? Would you take that ultimatum? What if you would get Zion and not? But you have can't sign another free agent. No. Why? Well, first of all, you know Adam Silver has no business like. No, but answer okay. the question. All right. So if if I had to choose between building Zion, all right, so, Zion or two superstars yeah, that are so, going so, to the so take Zion or. Kyrie and Durant. What would you take? Probably Zion. I agree, hundred percent. But that. I mean, the only reason why you would do that is because of what Zion would be able to bring to the league and, and to the team. Uh, I think that it's going to be electric. But it's going to also be electric because of the people that they'll. 
they'll be able to draft Zion and still sign people anyway. Yeah, so let's say gonna, let's say they it's, it's gonna be a negative influence. Okay, we all know your hatred towards Kevin Durant, and well, we won't. We do, won't do you want him leaving after more. four years? But it's not about. First of all, he's not that type of kid. A and B. The reason why Kevin Durant is not the leaving, type of kid because he doesn't have somebody around him like that. The, that's that's true, but I think it comes. I think it comes that the relationship. Kevin Durant. No, mistake. no. I think I think the relationship. <laughs> Like you could, this is a perfect example, of it, and I don't mean this for this segment to be very Knicks centric, but oh, he does. No, I don't, because one of the reasons why a lot of people were very hyped about Porzingis when he was with the Knicks was because he was his own person, he was his own player, and he was going to be able to control the game in ways that not many people were able to do. That yeah, he was but, a freak. Right. The problem was is that, and this is probably more towards your point was the fact that the person that he was end up following ended up being Carmelo Anthony. And Carmelo Anthony has been notorious about making sure he got his money regardless of what the team had done. And he was also, for all Carmelo's knocks, he was also great with the community, right? Like, he was a New York guy. Well, that's true. But, but at the end of the day, you can tell me a there, there are only... Who's the last person that Nick's got excited about, right? Once Patrick Ewing. Is it? I, I think a lot of Nick's fans were excited about Carmelo. I, I disagree because of what they gave up for Melo. Well, if they didn't... All right. You're, you're right on that front. But most Nick's fans were excited about Carmelo. What, to get him for a half a season? You could have got him for... If you waited six yeah, months, you would have got him for free. Yeah, but most Nick's... Right, I'm not going to rip Nick Shans out there, but most people on the front were excited about Kim Carmelo. Let, let, let's take that out of the equation. We're not most Knicks fans excited about Kim Carmelo in the house, in the MSG. Take, that, take, the, take, so, take the trade out of the equation. So the people take the trade out of the equation? Yeah, because everyone liked the, the people that were being able to afford the ticket prices to go to MSG to watch a right. superstar. They're excited. Yes. So But those people don't know basketball. Then they also didn't care about No, they didn't but they shouldn't have cared of what was on the court and regardless to what was okay. why Carmelo was there, so it shouldn't have really mattered. Alright, let's let's move on. <laughs> Before we rip your Knicks even further apart. So I think moving on would really take us to uh, the NBA season is yeah, coming let's, to a close let's, tonight. Let's look at so. some of these matchups, right? Do we think any of so these matchups mean anything? So right? let's, let's try to list. You know, you know what one I like in the West is if the Clippers face the Warriors. So let's 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 start it this way. Let's list the, the top eight teams as of today. There's one game remaining in the season. We're looking at... Warriors are probably are a lock for the number one in the West, followed by the Nuggets, Rockets, Blazers, Jazz, Thunder, Spurs, Clippers. In the East, we're looking at Bucks, Raptors, Seventy Sixers, Celtics, Pacers, Nets, Magic, Pistons, or or, or the Hornets. Which so, is kind of crazy for the Hornets again because Pistons have to lose again. And but Blake Griffin's out tonight. So I mean, yeah, I, I, I think at, one. I think at the yeah, well, I think at the end of the day, let's just you know, since we're filming on the East Coast, let's focus on the East, and I'm a Knicks fan, and you're a Sixers okay, fan, go so for let's it. focus here. So I think let's I'm of the belief that the Hornets are probably going to overtake the Pistons, and they'll be the eighth seed in the East. So now you're looking at 
Bucks versus Hornets, Raptors versus Pit, uh, Raptors versus Magic, Sixers versus Nets, which is a nightmare for your Sixers. Yeah, because they can't Pacers. defend uh, Speedy Guard. Right. So let's just look at the top. We were talking about Pistons Hornets. I mean, uh, excuse me, uh, Bucks Ma- Hornets. Bucks Hornets. So I, that's not a matchup. I don't think it's a matchup. I think that the Bucks are going to be able to. S- Really wipe the floor. Raptors, right. Magic, wipe the floor. Correct. Sixers, Nets is what we want to get. To. I I think that goes to six. I I think the Sixers win, but I think it's a struggle. It's a six or seven. Yeah, I I actually have the Nets winning in seven, <laughs> and I'm and you may think I'm doing that because I'm sitting across the table from so, you. So so the the problem with that right is Embiid owns Allen. So they're just going to feed it down low. Like, yes, they may not be able to defend, but the Nets also can't defend Embiid, who's been resting, who's been getting healthy, who's been getting conditioned. So it's not like he's coming off this injury. He's ready to go. He's yeah, ready no. to go. No, I, I, they have this machine. He, I, I, I think they, they'll have the Nets number. Like, I'm not worried about the Nets. Like, D'Angelo Russell may pop off a game or two. Which is notable, but I think in long run, I think the Sixers have too much talent for the Nets. In in theory and on paper, that that should be the case. The one thing that I worry about is that the the mismatch advantages between the Nets and the Sixers. Yeah, but what you gotta remember is there's not back to back games. If there's back to back games, I would be worried about Embiid. Well, it's not even about conditioning and health with Embiid. I'm I'm also looking at at uh, Tobias Harris too. It, it's more of how, like, the one reason why the Warriors were successful before Durant and the Utilization. There. Right. So you're able to take advantage of mismatches. Yeah. I'm, I think it's going to be. Come, come back down to it. I'm not that worried about it. Like, I, I know they're going to give them a little bit of a problem. I don't think it's that big of a problem. Yeah, I, I think that's probably the best series between uh, the East and the West. Pacers. Celtics could get interesting depending on what Celtics team shows up. Uh, but I also think the Pacers are hanging on to a lot of pre-Oladipo injury. But McMullen's a pretty good coach. That's true. But we've seen... And they're, they're gritty. And it depends. It, like, like I said, it really depends what Celtic team shows up. Are they bickering or are they on the same page? Who knows? Who knows? They've been so up and down this season. Well, that's just because of all the nonsense that's been going on on that team. <laughs> exactly. And it's not like it's not still carrying out. No, I agree, but I just think... And what better time to exemplify it as the end of season? Like, Kyrie, what are you doing? That man's talking about if it's a flat earth or not. Well, he denied that recently. Yeah, well... He, he stepped back. And he, also, he stepped back off that flat ledge. He also denied that he's exactly re-signing with the Celtics, so... <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? Why would you want to be up in Boston? Wow. That racist fucking city. Anyway... Can, can we... Let's, let's talk well, let's about... Just pick, right, let's, who's let's, coming out of the East? All right, let's assume the top four and make it on. Assume. Yeah, you would like that, wouldn't you? We'll assume. Okay. What do we think about the next matchups? Uh, so that that would be Bucks, that would be Celtics, Celtics, Raptors, Sixers. Yep. So I think the Celtics beat the Bucks. Celtics Dep- beat the. Oh my! I wow. think the Celtics beat the Bucks and the Raptors beat the Sixers. First of all, I'm not I, very I, high. I, I agree with the Raptors beating the Sixers. I'm not very high. I agree with that, but I don't agree with the Celtics beating the Bucks okay. because I don't agree with the chemistry. 
I don't think they're all there. I don't think that the Bucks will be able to put back-to-back seven-game series. But I think there's so much bickering in the Celtics organization that they can't put it together. That may be true, but I also have a lot of faith in Brad Stevens. I so also who do you have out of these? The Raptors. Me too. All right, so we're on the same page. Yes, we're just not on the same page of how they get there. Yeah, whatever. Per usual. Yeah. All right, West, which is... Not as interesting. Eh. Maybe to you, since you got a lot of money on one team. That's not the team that I think is going to win. I do. So we let's, have. Let's get there. So as a refresher, <laughs> we have Warriors, Nuggets, Rockets, Blazers, Jazz, Thunder, Spurs, Clippers from one to eight. Say that five times fast. Uh, well, <laughs> it's like reciting the alphabet backwards. So let's let's talk yeah, about. Can't even say one times forwards, but okay. I know, and <laughs> and and they decide to tell you, oh, say it backwards while you're yeah, drunk, while you're walking the line. the line. Yeah, yeah, Fuck. bullshit, cocksuckers. <laughs> anyway, wow. All right, so we are talking about Warriors Clippers without getting your DUI or DUI or DWI mm. or yeah. whatever, and leaving the car to get towed for eight hundred dollars. So Warriors anyway. Clippers is that interesting? <laughs> no, not at all. I think so. I think Clippers are feisty. Yes, but I... You know the one person who can always shut down Curry? Pat Beverly. Okay. You realize realize that the Warriors have Kevin Durant, Klay Thompson, uh, DeMarcus Cousins, and Draymond Green. You can stop Steph Curry. Who's the last person? Draymond Green. When was the last time he did anything? When he kicked LeBron in the balls. (laughs) Exactly. So... Anyway, I think it's interesting. I don't think it's the series... They, I think may, they may win one game because Steve Ballmer's energy. That's probably yeah. about it. All right. So let's say Nuggets Spurs. That's more interesting because of experience I, and Yeah. I may take the Spurs in that. Upset Central. In seven. They don't upset less than seven. Thunder Rockets. Oof. Talk about feisty. So you know my theory on the Rockets. I think that regardless of James Harden's year and what he's Acolytes. done. Well, I don't. I still don't think he's going to get the MVP. But I don't think so either. Because if you take defense in consideration, and just from the overall team too, Giannis has had a well, much team better success year. and defense. Right. Um, so I think I, you got to give it to Giannis. But I, this is an MVP talk. But I, I just think that uh, I'm very disappointed that the Thunder are six. I wish Thunder were seven or eight. That would have made more for an interesting series. That would be more fun. Them. But I, I do think that one of the things that separates the Rockets and the Thunder is the ability to last in games. And what I mean by that is that the Thunder are going to be able to wear out a lot of the low post players from the Rockets. And they're going to also be able to throw a lot of different guys at Harden. Because let, let's be honest, Chris Paul is not the same player that they were that he was last he, year, and he's yeah, definitely not the same player he was four on. years. He's been coming yeah, on. But you know what's going to happen with Chris Paul in the biggest game where he's going to step up, a hamstring, an ankle, you know, his his fucking face, uh, something's going to happen where he can't play. All right. Well, and he's going to well, be banana boating with LeBron James for the first time out of the out of the playoffs in. So years. Blazers, Jazz, Jazz. Yeah. Wow, that was quick. Yeah. No Jokic. Okay, that that kind of makes sense. And and I think and I Let, don't let, think let's let's do what we did before though. We'll assume top four moving on. Okay. 
What? You're the one with a different pick than everybody else in the fucking history of hey, basketball right now. I have the Rockets moving on. Yeah, and I have them losing in the second round. I don't think anybody beats the Warriors. I think, like I said, the regular season for the Warriors is the same thing as a regular season for the New England Patriots. They just wait, hang out, and when they decide to turn it on, they'll turn it on, and then they will end up running through that Western Yeah, conference. I'm just hoping for Boogie Cousins to uh, choke out Curry, so. Well, you realize that the win for the Warriors ends up sending NBA free agency into a frenzy. I think regardless. Well, no, I think I think it becomes say, say more they don't of an uncertainty. Win. Say they don't win. It definitely becomes more of an uncertainty because Kevin Durant does as Durant you, stay? I, I yeah, think. his emotion his emotions change like you know like he changes his pants. Yeah. So yeah. like he can just like you know what? First of all, I don't think that if 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 they win, he definitely doesn't stay because of the animosity of being around. Like there's a reason why teams don't win four in a row. It's because of the relationships that are within that locker room, the relationships that are within that um, city. Wait, just, who has a relationship with Duran in the first place? Well, that's that's the whole. Well, the only person that has a bad relationship with Durant is, is Draymond. Everyone? Is Draymond? You you can't base your own opinions on the and your opinion being. Everybody else's opinion in the M- in NBA circles, Ryan. That's just not how it works. It is. Guy's a coward. Moving on from this topic. <laughs> so let's get to something that's more relevant. My boy, who I thought couldn't handle the stress, who can absolutely channel the stress, is my boy, Bryce Brizzy Harper. First of all, I, I just want everybody to know on this on, on this podcast and whoever's listening is that I was banging the drum for Bryce Harper <laughs> to the Phillies for probably about like two or three years before his free agency. And Ryan being a Philly native and not knowing anything about Mike Trout or his where his allegiance lie from Who? a baseball perspective, he was – Banging on the table, Mike Trout. We need Mike Trout. Oh, do, I love do Mike Do we Trout. want to talk about that? No, no, we won't talk about it. Good, because I don't. I don't want to talk about how Trout was an imposter, living in Philly, and then selling out Philly and re-signing with the Angels. Because I don't need to go down that road. Why don't you give me a list of three or four things? Because I'm gonna speak to him on Saturday when I go to the Cubs oh, Angels game. So just just put just put down the top three things you want me to either say or ask him. A, he's a bigger coward than Kevin Durant, <laughs> and that speaks volumes coming from Ryan. That's two. B, he was Eagle season ticket holder. He took an Instagram post in full Sixers garb, rang the Sixers bell. Did everything Philly, talked to Bryce throughout the whole free agency, coyed like he was interested with Bryce, and it, it just goes on. It boggles my mind. This guy. Where's the question? Where's the comment? What am I supposed to say to him? You're supposed to call him A, he's a tool, B, he's a tool, C, he's a tool. That's all there is to say to him. He is a five-tool player, so he <laughs> may take that as a compliment. That is true. God damn it. <laughs> Yeah, he's no amazing, pers- but you do not ponder to a city like that. Well, you know what? I can't wait for interleague play. When I can't wait for the Philly. start of the NFL season. Why? When Wentz gets hurt and you regret 
Foles going to Jacksonville? Not until Harper is sitting in the seats. Ah, oh, <laughs> that would be nice. Per Wentz's dime. Ah, per Lori's dime. That'd Transfer nice. the seats right over. Next to Bradley Cooper. Oh, if I was Lori, I would definitely do that. Do you think the ladies love Bradley? They definitely love Bradley Cooper more than Bryce Harper, right? Ooh, that's a tough one. Who do you take in that situation? That's a tough one. The real strapping. Probably, probably Bradley. Probably Bradley. You're you're right. You're probably Bradley. Because is he married? No, but he's got a baby mama, which gives him street cred, right? But being married may do something for some ladies. It's kind of like that. Yeah, but that's like, have. but that's like you know. First of all, it's like when Tom Brady had the baby mama, had the baby, and then married. Yeah, Giselle, then, then, and then had the shunned babies. her off to like Bahamas or some. Yeah, wherever the fuck she is, I yeah. don't know. Man, who knows? I think Bradley. Yeah. He's, yeah, definitely Bradley. Yeah, and then Trout. Yeah, tweet at us. Tweet at us, Bradley or. That's a good poll question. Bradley would you, or Bryce? Would you rather see Bradley or Bryce? <laughs> no silver linings. <laughs> or silver panties. They probably won't be wearing panties. No. Yeah, definitely not. The silver ones will be right off. Yeah. No. The, I, the, the I'd break, take off mine. The break of the strap. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I like I'm going I'm uh, I'll be out in I'll be out in Chicago, so I'll be able to um Free I, ball, I plan I mean I plan on hopefully getting a uh, interview with with Trout. I will ask. <laughs> I will be asking him like actual legitimate questions, and then I'll throw in some of your you know Philly based questions. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I'm sure a lot of the uh, the media out there will definitely appreciate it. So I'm hoping to get some access there. I'm still waiting to hear from them, but I think one of the things that we need to realize is that Philly has the best record in baseball right now. No, not right now. Dodgers are still out in front. They There's a couple teams, they don't but really matter. Um, but they don't really I, I love the way the Phillies are tracking. That lineup is stout, and I was a non-believer. No, we know. But that's everything, Philly. Right? We're very negative until it actually happens. Not unlike your New York based. Really, you're negative until anything happens. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're positive as fuck <laughs> to the point where you think nothing bad will ever happen to you where you're throwing snowballs at Santa. Uh, Santa deserved it. He was a local drunk. That's why he goes down the chimney instead of going yep. to the front door. That makes sense. He's a degenerate. Oh, okay. Nobody allows him in the front door. Because he prefers the back. <laughs> <laughs> hey. There's some takers out there. Oh, Santa's a slut. <laughs> I think. Hopefully, that, no kids are listening. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they may learn something here or there. All right, so let's let's it's let's more so on Mrs. Claus, but have your cookies ready. <laughs> Homemade milk. Um. So Jesus. So let's let's. Let's put this into perspective here. So Philly ends up coming to um, City Field in what is it? Two weeks, I believe. Two weeks, yeah. Okay, so uh, we got our right field seats, baby. We for do the have bow. Our, we do have our seats, especially for Bryce Harper. You know, dropping bombs and dropping that shoulder into into right field. No, the Harper bow. He that's what they all... call it, really. Well, that's what I'm calling it. He bows to all the fans in right field. Yeah, in Philly, not in New York. Uh, he did it when he was in D.C., and Phillies took over. You don't 
You're telling me he was in DC, and the Philly faithful ended up buying all the seats in right yeah. field for that you're reason. You're telling me the Philly faithful's not going to take over City Field as much field? as I as much as I enjoy the Yankees, and as much as I root for the Yankees, there is no shot in hell that a Philly fan or fan group will be able to dominate right field just because Bryce Harper's there in New York. It won't happen in this city. Oh, I'll it won't be happen there. in this city. I'll be there. No, we'll be there. We will be there. New oh. York and Philly. Oh, it's I not like It's not like oh, I'm oh, putting oh, on a Harper jersey and red pinstripes. That's oh, not you happening. Are. Philly just trying to be like the Yankees. How's so? that? Pinstripes. Red pinstripes? Don't uh, we don't, we don't tell them to shave. Huh? We don't tell them to shave. They should shave. Pfft, Coming please. from the guy with a beard. Yeah. We should rub. Is that a hypocrite? No, I am. 100% <laughs> hypocrite. Doesn't really matter. I love his beard. Yeah, it's maintained, it's groomed, it's mint. Ladies love it. I tug on it. Yeah, they all love to tug on it. Just give it a nice little pull. Just don't hurt me. A lot. It's not underneath the Denny's table. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so moving on before John gets too ecstatic over there, we wanted to talk a little, little bit about the Masters. Okay, so as as everybody probably knows, John's March, a huge wasp, but... <laughs> March is my second favorite. Actually, it's probably my first favorite. It might month. be the best month, sports month. Yeah. Well, not just sports month. They're like overall. Look month. what you have. Juan's in, birthdays in. in look March. at what you have in March, right? You have madness, right? You have masters. Ah, uh, we're calling it April. Right. Well, but the players is now in March. Okay. Anyway, before you distracted me. Okay. You have the prep for the draft. You have the start of MLB. You're getting to the playoffs of the NBA. Right. You're getting to the playoffs of hockey. Right. March is the pinnacle. It's, they say, what, in with the sheep? I think it's in with the lion. It's not May. Damn. That was kind of deep. Yeah. Interesting. Think about that. I like it. Think. I'm, gonna on, I'm gonna put on my father's birthday card next year, <laughs> March twenty second. Yeah. You're, you're the new line, Dad. <laughs> so let's so let's talk about my favorite time of the year. So we got Masters Week. Everybody everybody that that uh, follows sports and they are or... Leo's favorite actor. Well, I meant Leo is a lion, and so is Stratman Oban, and one of the best actors ever. How about a hot take right here? Leo may be the greatest actor ever. Stop. No. Not happening. Can't happen. No. Can't. Why not? Because. Because who? Because Denzel's better. Denzel is amazing. All right. You got me. Yeah. So, anyway, let's... Second best. (laughs) (laughs) So, let's talk... Let's talk Masters. Okay? So, I... I am the resident like golf enthusiast on here. I try to I try to educate Ryan, but as he's wearing a white collared shirt and Patagonia vests. But go on. Hey, listen. Did you hear the news about Patagonia? They're no longer they're they're uh, no longer taking new clients. Yes, and and throwing out companies that promote big oil. Mm. So, so that's everyone in finance. 
That's true. That's why that's why my company logo is nowhere near on this. Well, on this that's for different reasons, but <laughs> So let's talk about the matches where every Fortune five hundred company has a box and everybody gets shit faced watching golf. So this <laughs> And we've had very few diversity throughout <laughs> the Masters. But anyway, let's go on. Yeah, we probably have four four or five like Black golfers, I think. We got VJ, Tony. Fanu. Tony Fanu. Yeah, Tiger. Cat. Who else? <laughs> Don't say Jason Day. Don't even go there. Hey. Jonathan Vegas. He's a dark Australian. Jonathan Vegas. So so You don't want to include me, mate. So we were we were talking we were we were discussing like the, the, the top couple of courses. Um, and obviously the two courses that are best in the world either either fall between Pine Valley and Augusta. And one of the things that we were talking about is in 1997, you know, Tiger was the first African-American to win at Augusta, which means he was the first African-American to gain membership into Augusta. Because the only two ways you can get into Augusta is either if you win the, win the Masters or you have a fuck ton of money and you come from a... Your daddy's daddy's daddy. Yeah. And you got some sort of you know, connection between you know the old days and you may own one of the holes on the course, mm. whatever it is. We won't go into that owning. No, we will not. No, we will not. Especially when Tiger starts swinging his big dick all around Augusta oh, later this week. And banging some of those members' wives. Oh, vintage Tiger. <laughs> So let's so let's talk about our favorites this week. I mean, well, actually, first before we even go there, let's talk about the champions' dinner. Hold on, can we talk about Tiger displaying his jackets on the bottom of his bag? Power move, power move, goat move. You know what upsets me that it's not on the side. No, it upsets you because it's not visible anywhere. Not not on his shirt. Not on his hat. Not on the 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 caddy. I I, I wish down he, the spine. I wish, I wish he just wore his green jacket to play and gave his extra to his caddy, and they gave some of his extras to some of the fans, like rooting. That would be phenomenal for me. Okay, let's let's just put this into perspective. <laughs> okay, so maybe two to the commentators. Who cares? And throw the tiger logo on it because I love it. The new one. I'm coming around. The new one. You coming, coming around? around. If anybody hasn't seen it, I'll, I'll probably end up posting on oh, Instagram. Oh, how great would that be Twitter. if Tiger put his new logo on the green master jacket? That'll never happen. Well, why not? Segregate it. You, you, def. Well, hold on, hold on. How? You deface the jacket like you <laughs> deface their membership. Jesus Christ! Right in your face. What? I don't even want to say this, but you're saying defacing the membership because he ended up blowing away the competition and getting a membership? No. Or because a certain... Colored was the first person ever allowed at Augusta. Oh, oh, okay. You were talking about that? Yeah. Oh, I thought we were talking about Augusta finally letting women into the... Oh, no, I wasn't talking about somebody smashing his windshield. (laughs) Oh. You know what? She had a twin. He was confused. Just leave him alone. We've all been there. Hey, you more than anyone. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, John D. All right, anyway, let's move on. He's been confused a couple times. Oh, uh, sorry. So, how about them dolphins? 
shout out Robin Williams. <laughs> All right, so Champions <laughs> Dinner, which is one of the big traditions that this has gotten off the rails. One of the biggest traditions at Augusta is the past champion, who was Patrick Reed, ends up choosing the meal for all the past champions, which while, is probably one of the best traditions. While Nicholson be, right? falls asleep in his own drool. Nicholas or Mickelson? <laughs> all of them. Anything with a s at the end? Son. So I think what cowboy, a T-bone cowboy steak. Is that what he's doing? That's the, that was. And then everybody has to smoke a pack of marble reds. At no, the end no, no, no. That's the main check. meal. Then it's like a Caesar and a couple appetizers. But then he's doing sides of macaroni, cheese, sweet potatoes. How about his parents? Like, How about that? Do we really want to get into that? I like it though. It is kind of interesting, right? So, so he he hasn't grew up. talked to his parents in ten years, right? Because he got married early, and he allowed his wife on his caddy. Well, we won't go there. Was that really an issue? <laughs> is his dad like I'm not talking to you because you have a woman caddy? My mother's not gonna be on my back. Whoa! Or my girlfriend, or my wife, well, or my you don't know wife, which one's my your girlfriend wife. anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so for, they shouldn't. Never keep PG. <laughs> anyway, so his parents live about five miles away, and the talk is they may come after they haven't talked in years. So that'll throw him right off his game and take him right off his Year, T-bone. A decade. A decade. Full decade. That's what happens when you get married young and you allow your, your woman on your bag. Handling the wrong balls. <laughs> That's too deep. <laughs> That's what she said. Like Scott. <laughs> so, so, so I think that the, the, we were talking about before, like, what are the good traditions? Like, the par three contest was today. Champions dinner is today. Everything's great. So, now, tomorrow, we are going to start the biggest weekend, probably, in sports, where all the finance firms trading volumes go down. And nobody gives a shit about what goes on the street because everybody's watching the Masters. Yeah, Patagonia stack might actually go up. Yep, that's for damn sure because nobody needs a vest in Augusta, Georgia. Vests with the fingers. Uh huh. <laughs> so let's talk Before about literally. The so fingers. let's talk about who we like. Well, uh, well, coming from Ryan, the degenerate gambler on the are show. Are we talking long shots or are we talking actual shots? Well, let's first of all. Let's just put it all out there. We all want Cat. Oh, big hands time down. to just start like going off. I... And we want ninety-seven Cat. We're all we're all in that. So let's just stop that. Amen to that corner. I like that. That's good. You like that? You it's can been a that. while for you. <laughs> it's been a while for you. I like that. So just Come taking back. Tiger. So Tiger's fourteen to one to to win. So we're gonna take Tiger out of this. Now let's. Let's think of. I love my man. Give me your one 85. dark horse. Give me your one dark horse. Oh one well, player. this is going to sound real racist if you're making that a dark horse. VJ. No, I was taking Finau. Tony Finau. I like that. I like Tony as long as he doesn't. Uh, can we roll call his that ankle. a dark horse though? Yeah, we can. Well, of course, we can. I think that's a little racist. No, I don't think so. Only it's only sensitive to people that are racist. Oh, sorry, you Southerners out there. Yeah. I think I think Tony's got a good shot. Um, what is uh, Tony's thirty-five to one? That's a good payday for your degenerate yeah. ass. Yeah. So quit sleeping with your cousins. So thirty-five to one. You think thirty-five to one is is a dark horse in in the Masters? I think so. Right. I mean, that's pretty far out there. Generally, the Masters are you're looking at the top. 
there's there's rarely a wild card that's coming outside of that. Okay, so just just to give everybody uh, hindsight on what the odds are to win, so we got Rory is number one at seven to one. Who doesn't even know his own country is, but go well, on. Well, with Brexit, he won't really know. So, so I I think we're at the top of this again, right? Looking at these guys, I mean, who who are the realistic shots? I mean, McElroy, I don't really consider him a person or person without a country. doesn't really matter anything to me. Cross him off. DJ's doing coke all weekend. Cross Falling him down off. some steps. Justin Rose, he has a possibility, but he usually chokes. Crossing him off. El Cat, love El Cat. <laughs> circling him. John Ram, I mean, close enough to John Rohan, so we'll circle him. Justin, JT. That would be a first-time winner. He would. I, I think he is a good shot. I, I, I like Rom. I, I don't like Thomas because he always backs his way in. You Everybody knows my feelings about Jordan Backs his Spieth. way into what? <laughs> anyway, we won't touch that like some people would. <laughs> Jordan Spieth, everybody knows he's a fucking... Coward. Yep. Cross him off. Fowler. Everybody loves Too him. Too much of a pussy. Okay. Fleetwood. That's my you, pick. Who you love. That's my pick. We'll circle him. I like... But the reason why I like Fleetwood is because he's able to hit his um, long irons pretty pure. He's able to um, work and finesse his way around the greens. The only the, the big issue with these players that are coming to Augusta is the greens run pure, and you have to be a very very good lag putter so you're not three putting. So I think I think if Fleetwood gets everything together, he'll be able to. To play really well. Along with Molinari. I like Molinari. Uh, he's going to be too full on pasta. Cross him off. Well, what do you think about Brooks? I love me some Brooks. But you heard what happened with Brooks, right? He's coming back from an injury, so. No, not even that. What else? He ended up doing your whole wrestling type of bullshit. Oh, to God. get To get his, well, to get his uh, body down for the ESPN Body Magazine. Oh, Jesus. So Cross off Brooks. He's been bulking up on uh, the cheeseburgers and Oh, fries. you know who that brings us to next? Who? My colored friend, Jason Day. <laughs> I think Jason Day has a very good shot at winning if he's if his game is on. And when I say his game is on, is that he is three years ago Jason Day pre-injury. Does he have the hottest wife on the tour? No. Oh, wow, that was a hard no. Yeah, Dustin Johnson does. Oh, uh, yeah. Minus Dustin. I'm sorry, I just keep picturing pulling it in my head so I can't really think of anybody Yeah, it wasn't a real question. Shit, I forgot about that. Okay, anyway, I like Jason Jay, though. He can stroke it. He's very good. I think if he's such a mismatch, though, if his head's in the game, I think he could win. But that's a big if. Yeah, I I think one of the things to consider with with him is, is that just how creative he's going to be with his shots. Is he going to be able to work the ball the way that he wants to? Or or is it going to slip out? Yep. Anyway. Move on, Ryan. Bubba. So, where we're at, I mean, the rest of the field, basically, we, we took out the tops. So, what we're looking at now is DeChambeau. Do you think analytics gets him across the line? Uh, I, I don't know. It depends if he's wearing the right brim. He always wears the same brim. Trick question. 
Is that a clown question? That is a clown question. So, I I don't like him around around the greens. I don't think his short game is um is good enough to be able to. Yeah, he's got get too him close. too big of a dick. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think. I so, mean, what, you what about top, Phil? No. Phil's no. completely out. No, I think Phil's got his do, attention. Do you like anybody else who's lower on that than Phil, or than your your dark horse of Fino? Well, I mean, pretty much everybody else is lower than Fino. So i i like I like Louis Oosthuizen because of the way that he strikes the irons, but I think that. How about let me ask you this? How about Henrique Stenson? Bug eyes, and you know what he has in common? Same eyes as your coach of the New York Jets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was thinking about this this morning, and I didn't even talk to you about this. So I love Henrik Stenson for two reasons. One, we have a similar golf swing, and two. We have a similar golf swing. So And three, you have a similarity now with his eyes in your coach. Yes. Okay, fine. You know what? Just because one guy does more cocaine than the other <laughs> doesn't mean that we can do a comparison between the two, okay? But I think if he's on he's going to he's coming off an injury, I think it's gonna be very difficult for him. But if he's on, Jesus, it, it's going to be a fun tournament with him. Yeah, especially the way that he puts the ball out there. There there are a couple of things that are very, 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 very important at Augusta. You need to limit your damage on aim and corner, and you need to take advantage of the par fives. And when I mean take advantage of par fives, I mean eagle or birdie every par five if you can. Yep. Now, since... We both really want cat. And, and the way to do that, right, is to lay it out there. You need that big drive. You need the strong iron play, and you need the precise putting. Well, th- then that's a good point. The person who was able to dominate Augusta at that point was cat. Right. So, can we can we talk? Take a brief break, real quick. Okay. Let's just talk about the what effect. Tiger has had on the game of golf. Okay. Who else has had courses constructed around them, around their type of play? Nobody else has ever had courses detriment them on the way they play the game. You're talking about the Tiger proofing after yes. after this Tiger Sand? Absolutely. So, and it's not like anybody else plays the game, right? Tiger play, has a unique game. True. I agree. And they took his element out, and he's still competing. How impressive is that? Well, I think it's impressive because of all the surgeries and all all the wear and tear on his body. Right, and, um, and windshields. And windshields. And nine irons. <laughs> and paternity suits. Yeah, you really lose and, some clubs out of your bag after that. Yeah, that is true. That is true. But I do, I do have to... Literally and figuratively... But you know what? Can we? I just want to throw this in there. So Tiger can have his infidelity or whatever. But when Phil has his massive gambling problem and has to stay with Callaway to bail him nobody out, of his, about. nobody to, or him and his Clorox insider trading, nobody gives a shit because no. it's a white it's a white collar crime. It's crazy. Okay, I just wanted to point that out. 
Um, back and, to your tiger proofing. I mean, or somebody who can't even choose a country. How about that? Jesus, you're all over him today. I hate him. What did he ever do to you? Uh, he shunned Ireland. But he's from Northern Ireland. Yeah, so. And that's why Brexit's not happening. <laughs> so. Since Brexit, this conversation is going So I think one of the things that we need to consider about tiger proofing is that, you know, Augusta did a really good job. Um, since they extended seven and they extended. Do a, they regret it? No. Absolutely yeah, not. Yeah, because they're racist pricks. Y- yeah, but no. Uh, well, yes. Well, he's already a member, so it doesn't really matter. He's always there. But um, I would play every day in uh, baggy pants. No, he's classy for that. I don't even play in baggy pants. Oh, I would. That's yeah. terrible. Oh, I would be so petty. This is terrible. I don't really like hearing this. <laughs> I don't even really like I might this. even bring a boombox up to the tee if I was Tiger. Live up to every stereotype just to rub it in our faces. But he didn't need to. Yeah, but it would be even better. But why? Because, screw them. But that's what his play did. Yeah, his play shut him up, but this is well, just... not even his play, it's the way that he did play. Like, when was the last time, like, the Tiger fist Anybody pump Anybody dominated? Tiger fist pump. Not even that, just the way that Spief. he was demonstrative. Spief was demonstrative on the course? No, not demonstrative. Tore up the competition. Yeah, but Spief did First of all... It wasn't the same... I, I give you that. First of all, what, don't start what, talking positively about that little dick. Oh. All right. I'll, ho- I'll hook him horns all day. Oh, fuck him. <laughs> hook him horns. A little receding hairline, a little twat. Besides you, Matt Miller. Ooh, Maddie. Maddie, we're coming for you, Maddie, by the way. <laughs> we're, we, we've we decided that we're coming for you the, the week before, the Tuesday before the draft to come and see you, by the way. Just sh- shout out to those guys that stick to football, Mello and Connor and, uh, and Maddie yeah, Mills. Besides you, Connor. Yeah, yeah, Connor, fellow Jet fan, but not really, not really feeling your take on, <laughs> on some of your. Uh, anyway, insight. go on. Anyway, so let's 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 talk about let's talk about Tiger and, and Augusta, and obviously everyone's like, oh, why are we talking about Tiger? Because Tiger's the only one that moves the needle. So, what they did, what they did was at Augusta is that they lengthened they lengthened seven and they lengthened eleven. So lengthening eleven is a bit, and since they lengthened that, Tiger's never been able to win. At Augusta. So the reason why is Tiger used to be able to let that driver kind of lose it outright and then land kind of on the right side between 12, 12T and the the creek that runs through Amen Corner and then be able to lay the chip up to roll onto the green that moves down to the water. He can't do that anymore because the tee box has been moved 70, 80 yards back, and the trees are now in play when he loses it to the right, which he's done over the last, like, three years. Yes, and it's throwing them off and, quite a bit. And, that, and, then you, and then when you get to 13, you can't really take advantage of that par 5 because you're getting your strokes back that you lost on 12, uh, 11 and 12. So I think the keys for, for Tiger to... to you know, pull through with the Masters is to make sure that he gets through one because he struggled at one. It has to be his grr, right? It has to be. No, it really does. And 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 I know you kind of gave me a little smirk like I was going to laugh, but it has to be that. No, it because be it's that... funny because it's Tiger's grr, but literally it's his greens and regulation. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. He needs to. He needs to. He needs to be. Which was. Tiger struggled in pace, like because with his driver and all, but Absolutely. he's been striking it so well. Correct, correct. No, I do agree. He, what he, 
if Tiger gets through even par on one and four, four is a very, very difficult par three with the bunker in the front. If he goes even through the week at four so, and at one. So our take is Tiger has to play the field, play it regularly, and hit it strong. Yes, Ryan. Ryan, pure gold. Good for you. Good. How long have you had that? I just made it up. Did you? I think you're lying. Off the top of my head. You sure it wasn't the four, four or five cocktails we had before this? <laughs> Probably. Don't you're not need, that creative. Don't need to go there. You're not creative on the spot. Are you? Are you really? No, but I, I agree with you. I 100% agree with you. That's why when we saw him at the match, he was taking phone numbers from bitches in the crowd. Ask him to sign some... Like inexplicable Abby, parts like Abby Gilmore but his line was great not till after <laughs> <laughs> hold it to the end anyway that's what she said we're gonna hold this to the end and that's our wrap for this take right now and let's see how they strike them and make sure you contact us DM us on Twitter Facebook and Instagram we're there and as always as you can tell we hold nothing back See you boys and girls next week. Grr!